Okay, so I'm going to try this whole podcast thing. It sounds like it's funny. It's fun to do. I've never listened to one, so I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm bored. Um, who knows? Anyways, I'm going to give it a try. Uh, probably nobody's going to listen, but at least I'm going to be talking. So, um, you know, what I want to do is talk about um, just everything that's going on. Everything that's going on in, you know, our life and what have you. I don't want to talk about, I'm so, so tired of constantly listening to and talking about COVID and vaccinations and should you get vaccinated and shaming for not being vaccinated, shaming for being vaccinated. You know, do they work? Do they not work? I mean, I don't care. Even my husband and I got into it because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. And I don't really want to get vaccinated either just because who wants to get a vaccine that at this point, does it really work? Does it work well enough? You know, we don't know the side effects or do we know the side effects? You know, it's the same thing that, you know, people say, well, we don't know the side effects of COVID. Well, right. We're not going to know that for a long time. So, you know, what the long-term side effects are. So I don't know, but I kind of, well, not kind of, I did get vaccinated and, you know, my husband called me a sheep and, um, I told him that same day that sheep's eat pork. So he needed to go get some shrimp that was covered in bacon for me. So anyways, you know, we do have a sense of humor. Um, but uh, anyways, I don't want to, you know, that's all that we ever talk about. And not in our house, but just in general. And, you know, Biden and, you know, is he doing a good job? No, and the whole Afghanistan thing. It's just, everything is just so dramatic. You know, I would just love to wake up one morning and turning on the news and, you know, just kind of seeing, I don't know, just, you know, just real stuff that's not so dramatic and chaotic. I'm tired of that you know, the constant, you know, drama everywhere. So, you know, you can't have an opinion, you know, uh, well, actually I should, you know, revise that because you can have an opinion, but only one opinion. And, you know, people that have the unpopular opinion, you know, there's plenty of them, but I just don't think that they want to, you know, put it out there. Because who knows how you're going to get shamed or, you know, I mean, can't put anything on Facebook, you know, without, you know, some sort of shaming or, you know, you're an idiot if you're a Trump supporter or you're an idiot if you're a Biden supporter. It's like, I mean, what happened to, okay, well, we can all have our opinions and there's nothing wrong with that. And then we can discuss the opinions, but nevertheless, have a fucking opinion in peace. So anyways, um, and I just on a totally different note, what's going on in my world? 
is I just dropped my oldest son about two and a half weeks off at college. And, you know, I've, of course, read so many different things, uh, articles about how to cope with your emotions uh, you might have once you've dropped your, especially this was my first experience, dropping anybody off at college. Um, I remember how it was when I left um, for college and I was like, sweet, um, bye. And, you know, but I liked coming home, but, you know, for a couple of hours and then, you know, I'd want to go home back to my own place. But regardless, so I was kind of nervous about that. And um, I have to admit, we took him to college and um, the night before, uh, we also were at the time in the middle of um, uh, remodeling our bathrooms and of course, when we were going to be gone, that was when they were finishing. So I had to put together some cabinets uh, that they needed to use while we were gone. So um, I was up at 2.30. My son, you know, had just come home from hanging out with, with his friends um, because he was leaving a couple of days before most of them were. Um, and we had a little moment, and like I said, it was 2.30 in the morning, and I kind of snuck up in his room and into, you know, laid next to him and, and he was sad and he was crying and I was telling him, then I was trying to be the strong one and not the one that was crying. And uh, of course, I mean, I couldn't, but you know, I was trying to be the strong one and you know, you're going to have fun. All your friends are going to be up there. It's going to be a whole new experience. You're going to love it. You know, and, and he looked at me and he goes, mom, my friends don't mean everything to me. And you know, how can you not cry when they say that? You know, I, because my impression was that he was like, I cannot wait to get the hell out of this shithole. So anyways, it was kind of a, it was a good thing to be up there and experiencing, um, Boise the first time I'd never been. None of us have ever, well, Charles had been, but we hadn't been. So it was a great experience and they moved in. Uh, he moved in with some friends into an apartment and it was a great experience and, you know, we went to Target and got him a mini fridge and all that obli obligatory stuff that you have to get when they, um, you know, go to college. Um, but anyways, and um, it was rough the day that we were leaving. And um, the evening before, we all went out for dinner and I said, hey, you know, do you want to say goodbye now? We want to leave fairly early tomorrow morning. And he's like, no, 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 let's go for breakfast. I want to meet. I want to say goodbye. So, of course, knowing him, you know, good luck getting him up before noon. So I was a little bit worried that he wasn't going to show up um, for breakfast. Uh, so I texted him at 8.30 in the morning and, you know, no, mom, I'm up. I'm going to go take a shower and then I'll be right over. And we went for breakfast and it was just the most somber, awful breakfast I've ever had because all I was thinking about was, all right, in 20 minutes, half hour, an hour, I'm going to say goodbye and my son just gives he's a huge kid and tall and he is just like a teddy bear and he just gives these hugs that are just the warmest and I just melt into his hugs and um my youngest son he gives that hug you know with a you know pat on the back like you know okay buddy enough move away but anyways Charles gives really good hugs and um you know I had to just give him a hug you know, go back into the hotel and then Chris could walk him to his car. But 
regardless. And, and Charles is one of Charles's really good friends. He works at the valet. And I think he'd seen me walk in and out of that hotel 18 times. And I was crying every single time. And um, he was just laughing at me. But anyways, so I was upset the whole way home. And my husband, he was like, come on, dude. It's not, you know, this is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be happy for him. And I was like, well, I am happy for him. But I'm sad for me. Let me just be sad. And um, that following day when we were home, I spent the whole day cleaning his room, moving shit around, the most disgusting carpet. Um, so I worked all day getting all the stains out, and um, I washed everything except for his sheet because it just smelled like him. And I needed just one thing because I really envisioned myself sobbing on his bed for the you know until I saw him again every night and um I did I I don't even know I don't think Chris was around that Sunday but I that was kind of sad but then when I was cleaning everything out then it went from sadness to being being a little bit dude I mean your retainer you know it's, it was just disgusting so then I that kind of went to annoyed but you know I kept thinking about I wasn't going to see him and so I kind of had that whole day of just mourning that he was gone. And, you know, I woke up the next morning and I kind of felt guilty. And I still feel guilty because I miss Charles, but I also don't miss him. I don't miss the mess. I don't miss, I mean, I love all of his friends and I've, thought I was going to miss the constant in and out and, you know, garage doors slamming at, you know, two o'clock in the morning because they were getting sodas or whatever they were getting. And I thought I was going to miss it, but I really don't miss it because yesterday it was trash pickup day. And usually our, we have the largest trash bin that you can possibly have. And it's usually, you know, I can, I literally have to jump on top of it to cl somewhat close the lid. And it wasn't even half full. And it just shows how much shit that kid, you know, brought into the house. Empty boxes and food containers and uh, you name it. And he was messy. And I, you know, I can't, I didn't even have a full laundry after three days. And, uh, which is really nice. And thank goodness he, you know, he's really good at keeping in touch. We're texting each other probably more and talking to each other more than when he was living at home. But there's not that, you know, God, your room is so messy. Clean up your room. Do you have this to leave, a, you know, everything on the bathroom floor? Just that constant nagging mode that I felt that I was in. And it's like that's gone. I don't know what his room his apartment looks like I do not give a shit I'm not cleaning it I'm not doing his laundry he's called me a couple times in the beginning to figure out mom how do I put the pot in how do I start my laundry I'm just thinking good luck with that you know maybe now you're not going to be wearing five outfits every day uh, one time for two hours before you change into a different outfit maybe you'll be a little bit more reasonable um, but I feel a little bit guilty because again we've been reading all these articles about moms and their you know severe depression and sobbing and 
you know, walking through the target aisle and, and, you know, thinking that, oh, I need to get this and, oh, no, I don't need to get it because he's not home. And I'm just breezing through Target this morning and I'm thinking, yay, you know, I'm not, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't have to buy anymore. And um, um, it's, it's refreshing in some sort, but I am looking forward to seeing him. I'm not, I am, you know, I just, it's a secret, so you know, not that anybody's listening anyways, but he is coming home um, for Holy Bowl because Alex, his brother, he's a senior and he, this is their last Holy Bowl uh, where uh, they play against, uh, Jesuit High School plays against Christian Brothers. And so anyway, so I'm bringing him home. I know his brother misses him and Alex will be so excited to, you know, before a kickoff to see his brother in the stands and Chris doesn't know about it either because I want to surprise him as well because I know today is the the dove hunting opener and they always did that together and um, obviously this, you know, it's a Wednesday and Charles's classes are Tuesday, Thursday so he can't make it home uh, for it so I know that he's missing Charles today as well. Um, so I'm sure everybody's going to be happy and Charles wants to come so uh, I'm going to see him in what that's like in nine days uh, 10 days and then he's going to come home again end of October he's going to come home for Thanksgiving he's going to come home for Christmas so it's okay I'm going to see him plenty and um, but again I don't know if if it's just because I'm a cold cold bitch but you know, no I don't think so but in, it, here's some of my issues with American women you know you're it's kind of hyped up that you're supposed to be so upset and so I miss my son and I'm crying every night and you know I'm walking by his room you know and I miss him every time and you know I look in his room every morning and you know honestly I'm walking by his room and I'm like bye bitch you know I don't have to clean you today uh, or I don't have to nag somebody to clean you and, you know, I, I don't miss it. And now, Alex, on the other hand, wherever he's going to go next school year, I don't know. But if I had a basement, I would want Alex to live in my basement. Because he's the easiest, compliant, you know, hangs out with us. You know, he's not friend-driven. He's not, he has a girlfriend. Um, but he's just very engaging whereas Charles was just in and out can have some money um I'm not going to be home tonight you know never being home and just leaving like a trail of laundry and trash that either I was just too tired to nag or you know just didn't want to look at so I did it myself Alex does that too but I always just have him come clean it up he's he's a good easy participating family participating kid um, and I am really going to miss him. And then we're going to have nobody I'm like, then what are we going to talk about? You know, I mean, we, Chris and I already work together. So it's like, we're just going to, you know, sit and he's going to watch football or baseball upstairs. And I'm going to watch real housewives of Beverly Hills or New York or whatever downstairs. You know, it's, it's going to be different. And I kind of, I fear that. I fear the 
you know, but maybe it will just go over like it did. I was so worried about missing Charles. And I mean, I miss him, but I miss him in a good way. Um, and I'm so glad that emotionally I'm not one of those moms that are constantly, you know, oh, I found, you know, bottle under his bed and I had to kiss it because his mouth had been whatever it is. It's just, I can't, I can't with those people. It's, I thought I was going to be one of them, but I'm so glad that I'm not. But I feel guilty saying it because, and back to one of my issues with American moms, you want to put on this picture of this happy family and your pictures on Facebook and look at us in this beautiful sunset. And, you know, when I take, I mean, every blue moon, I'll take a picture like that. And it was like, like pulling teeth, getting there. They didn't want to be in the picture. You know, it, I, I, I don't like that fakeness. And even, you know, some girlfriends, when you talk to them, it's like, oh, my son is doing so great in school. He's, you know, and then come to find out he ain't doing good in school. I mean, I hear all the shit from Charles, you know, they aren't doing that great. And I don't understand this, you know, that everybody has to have this perfect picture. I've always been the first one to say, well, shit, Charles is feeling, you know, this, that, the other, or, you know, he's never skipped school, but, you know, I've never been afraid of, this is me, this is who I am. You know, I'm insecure about things, and, you know, I, I'm sad about some things in life, and I talk about those, and I say those, and I say those to anybody who asks. I'm not somebody who only my one best friend or my sister knows about and everybody else just thinks my life is perfect. I don't, I don't understand those people and I, I can't fit in with those people. Um, and maybe that's why lots of people think that I'm weird or, you know, that I'm a bitch, but it's just, I don't have the, you know, oh, it's so wonderful to see you. It's like, bitch, if I don't want to see you, I'm just going to pretend that I don't recognize you behind your mask or I'm literally going to turn around and walk the other way. But that's just who I am. I'm not going to, um, you know, and if I don't like you, you probably also know that. That's just who I am. I'm just such a bad faker. But American women are such great fakers. And one thing that I hate is the, oh, you're my best friend. And then come to find out that, well, not really, because you've been talking smack about it. It's just, I have a really difficult time with that. And um, those are the things that I want to talk about. It's like watching Beverly Hills, you know, what's it called? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm really enjoying this season because so much shit is coming out. That everybody, you know, have issues. I thought, you know, in the earlier years, it was more about look how much money we have and look at my new my new purse and just all these things and now it's like it seems a lot of people's lives have been crumbling and especially for Erica Jane you know don't feel sorry for her but I know that I'm on a completely kind of weird path with this conversation but you know I I I'm not gonna say that I'm you know 
happy that, you know, her life is, you know, down the shits. But when you have always given this impression that your life is great, your marriage is great, he just adores you, and then now I don't know if it's entirely true or it's because she just wants to kind of join the, you know, well, he was a shitty husband and he was cheating on me, what have you. Because So when you've kind of set the, you know, the standard of my husband, he adores everything I, you know, I do. We have two private jets. We have a big one for, you know, uh, Europe. And then we have a a smaller one for just, you know, little, you know, hop trips. And I'm just like, are you serious? You don't even know where the money was coming from. He was literally stealing it from other people to support you. And yet, oh, and he's cheated. And then the story about him driving down, you know, getting in a car accident and he, he hit his head. And ever since then it went downhill. It's just a bunch of either fucking bullshit or what she was portraying four or five years ago was even more bullshit. It's like, why? And I think that's why it's hitting her so hard now because, you know, they're all preaching, oh, let's be real. You got to own it. And they're not owning anything. And back to people, they don't want to own anything. They want to just portray this perfect picture of their life and their marriage and their, you know, children and, you know, just everything has to be so perfect, but nothing is fucking perfect. I mean, my life is great. Don't get me wrong, but I've got shit, you know, I've got shit to say and, you know, I don't want to, Sorry, I hate when that alarm go off, goes off. Anyways, but I think that, you know, we should want to, or I should want to at least be real. You know, it's like, be, don't be so fake. I'm not even talking about, you know, to people that you don't know, but hiding behind that perfect picture, I'm on vacation and, is great I just can't stand it so anyways I think that's what I want to you know really want the podcast to be about it's like being real talk about what goes on in in real life you know because you know back to what I was saying everybody's always not everybody but my friends like oh how are you doing without Charles it feels wrong to say fucking awesome you know I'm enjoying that my house is clean every night when I go to bed and every goddamn morning I wake up it looks the same because when Charles was around there would be at least three people sleeping over one in my guest room one downstairs on my white couch even though they all know they're not allowed to sleep on my white couch there's a reason to why it's I want it, I mean, I want it to stay white and somebody's sleeping, you know, one or two up in Charles's bathroom, you know, maybe somebody has vomit. It's, I enjoy that, you know, like I bought my husband new 
expensive flip-flops. And one of Charles's friends literally left his old flip-flop, same brand, but worn out, piece of shit, smelly stuff. He left those at my house and he took Chris's flip-flops. And he came back the next day and I'm like, dude, thank you, but I don't want your stinky old flip-flops and you knew that those are brand new. I think my husband had worn them one time. That's why they were sitting out. He's like, oh, oh, I didn't see that. I'm like, uh-huh, sure. So I made him take him off and put his disgusting ass flip-flops on. And I know the same kid was over the day before Charles left. And guess what? I found his old flip-flops and Alex's new pair of flip-flops missing. I, and now he's uh, that kid is up in Boise as well, so I can't. Dude, you took those fucking flip-flops again. And that, I don't miss one bit. I'm trying to think what I am missing. I'm just missing the hugs. I miss the hugs. And everything else I don't miss. Is that wrong to say? I mean, I miss his presence, but I don't miss everything that came along with that presence. So, anyways, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one of those. There are other things that bothers me in life, but we can talk about that next time. So, anyways, thanks for listening. Bye.